Oh, so today is, I mean, another beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. I'm like so pumped and excited to get on with the third episode. Yeah, third episode. What? We've done so much. Oh, so many. Oh, yeah. I mean, this third one. I feel like I'm ranting. Scrap. <laughs> <laughs> so with me on today's show, uh, let's talk public health show. We have... Doc Timmy Dio. Personally, this man is a big man. I admire him. So I'm begging him. I said, sir, please cut soap for me. Even right, any oh, size, how, how we love right, it. Oh, please, God. sir. Sir, please, I'm on my knees. <laughs> I'm begging to cut soap for me. <laughs> no, it's a year to bring wait, this Wait, wait. I, I need the audience to understand that. I'm begging you to cut soap for me because uh, you are the country uh, growth manager. Oh for oh medics oh to boy. you international i mean this is a uk company oh, oh god see how dr just acting humble something's loretta, out. loretta you look my sapper self finish <laughs> you choose to 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 go i mean i mean to hit my jugular really. no 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 ah. no i'm not saying it's it you, we, and we, we are friends be, though we have to be honest we are friends ah. we have to be honest uh, we are uh, uh, that way we can't mention we can't be like say they announce a special advisor to to, to the president ah. Too much now. Nah. I mean, I hate this well. I can't let the well. gods not know about how amazing you are. Oh, wow. Really? Oh, wow. Oh, really? Wow. I'm blushing. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. I love Somebody it. Somebody carry me away. <laughs> <laughs> so, please start by telling us the work okay. that you do. Thank you very much, Loretta. You, yeah. You're awesome, honestly. Um, you're awesome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. And, ah, well. I mean that introduction not not for me wasn't for me Biko, because <laughs> I'm just I'm just this yeah I'm I'm the country good manager for medics to you yeah um and what we do there is similar to what um Helium Health has been doing um we're trying to create a disruption just as Helium is doing we have um if we we, we have a tele telehealth platform mm-hmm. which ranked in the top twenty in the top global twenty in the year twenty twenty um as a platform for um having teleconsultations and missed peoples. So we want to help um, payers, we want to help patients and care providers um, bridge the gap, um, the gap in convenience, the gap in access to quality healthcare. Mm-hmm. That's all just what we're doing. And um, this has been in use in the, um, in the UK about 2018. So we came into Nigeria about around last year, wanted to let everyone have the, um, the advantage of quality care oh, yeah. when ease and access is um, made even more convenient when ease is made even more better than it used to be. I love it. I love it, to be honest. Because, like, <laughs> no, this is for real. This is the time where we need a lot of health yeah, tech hey, innovations. Yes, yes. I mean, not to shade, but mm. I really, really, really look at fintechs and I eye them. Because you people are shouting finance, money, money, <laughs> money. If I don't have the money, how mm. will I use people's mm. products? Mm. But... Health is m- much more important. Yes, yes, yes. Because people are dying on a daily for cases that could be prevented, you know. True. And the pandemic has made this a reality to mm. us. I mean, it's brought out how how much of a big deal health is. Mm. And I'd like to know that what steps have you taken, let's say, personally mm. and even in your um or in your role as the country group manager? Mm you know, to effectively tackle, you know, 
the pandemic, yes. the COVID nineteen pandemic. Thanks yes. for thanks for that question. You right. Um, yeah, you you said it there that health is like the front burner, and it's something that a lot of us were kind of oblivious to. But COVID nineteen sort of made it uh, more prominent and made it made exactly. something we ha- we had to be aware of by fire by force. Mm-hmm. Yes, that health itself is wealth. I mean, whatever we may be chasing, whatever our prospects are, whatever career we may be going after, that we must make our health number one priority. Exactly. Yeah, that's one benefit that COVID gave to us. And yes, since COVID has started, what have I been doing? Personally, um, I had to protect myself. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I had to do that. Yeah, I had to do that. I had to protect my family. And I had to protect everyone around me as well. And so I've been a part of, um, um, with, I've been doing advocacies, um, uh, volunteering, right? I've also been um, part of joining people who had been conversing for others to either maybe get face masks or mm-hmm. get vaccinated mm-hmm. and, and all the likes. Mm-hmm. And in medics to you, right, what we, in fact, and it's beautiful because in medics to you, the solution we're providing is to make sure, is to uh, is to provide some kind of um, caution to mitigate the effects that COVID itself is playing out in our, in our, in our public spaces. So we yeah. have provided the solution, right, to make sure that there's ease and there's convenience in patients being able to access their care providers. Awesome. So we are coming in at, at, at a kind of critical period in time to, where COVID is disrupting everything, providing the solution to make sure that, oh, you don't feel too much of the effects of COVID. Yeah. You don't get your health dampened or you don't get your, um, your, your, your optimism dampened by what COVID is causing yeah. out there. So yeah. we, that's what we're doing greatly at Medics to You. And I think also one of the things um, we're able to do is just keep talking about COVID. Keep yeah. bringing awareness to to um, uh, on the issues that on the issues of COVID. Keep telling people what to do. You, you go on the app on the Medics to you app right now. You find a, a, a place there where you get insights or where on, you get more COVID. info on COVID itself. So there are a lot of things which we're doing. There are a lot of things I'm trying to do personally. I've not done all of them anyway because <laughs> you can't do everything. I mean, so, yeah, so so that's yeah, fine. Yeah. So that's fine. So um, I don't want you to throw a shade, but <laughs> I I was thinking. Hmm. You know, at first, it's easy for people to say, oh, my God, uh, healthcare in Nigeria is horrible. Mm. I'm not trying to say healthcare in mm. Nigeria is mm. great. Mm. But this pandemic, ha, it really showed that uh. different healthcare um, systems were not, were, not, were not equipped. Maybe, I don't know. But so far, so good, right? Mm. Mm. Have you looked at, you know, public health systems? And what, what do you think about it? Um hmm. Are they sh- with this COVID that we've had, right? Do you think that we'll be able to, in future, let's say, prevent future outbreaks? If not, what are the things you know we should start to put in place, especially for public health, all of that? Hmm. To that question, do I think we'll be able to um, take the lessons from here and prevent future outbreaks? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> uh, I, I want to say no, right? Um, but I, I'll probably want to tone it down and tone down, tone down that um, the gravity of that answer into something that sounds like well maybe i think we've learned some lessons right um i think we we may be in a way better respond to whatever may still come after this i mean after covid after this thought with covid we've learned some lessons that make that may make us better prepared for whatever is still coming Mm -hmm. but if we are really really prepared to handle anything ah that question, I think I'll just leave it for later really (laughs) honestly because I really can't say I mean when COVID started Okay, let, let me go. Let's go back to Ebola. Ebola that happened some, I mean, few years back. Yeah. I mean, th- God bless um, um, the, the soul of Doctor Stella Dadevo and those healthcare workers at First Consultants who who were uh, the first responders and who 
helped us, let me let me put that way, who helped the generality of Nigerians in containing Ebola at that entry point from that first index index case. And then we were all happy, we were all in, in euphoria that we had we we were able to contain the Ebola virus and that we had I mean, we, were, we, we didn't expose ourselves to the casualties that would have occurred in the most populous co- black country on the earth. Mm-hmm. Then 2019 came, sorry, 2020 came, and then COVID entered. And it was as if we didn't learn anything from, from Ebola. that the Ebola situation. And now we are here, cases are still rising, about 177 um, persons already with COVID. We are doing testings of about 2,500 a day. When a country like South Africa is doing testings of about, I think, 2.5 million a day. Um, and it's it's like it's we, 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 it's like we didn't learn anything from that scenario with Ebola. And mm. now COVID is here. And even till today, I mean, look at how much vaccinations has been done in this country. Look at how many people are vaccinated. Look at going to the, to our public. I mean, when are on the band center here in Lagos. And Go into an urban center like here and see how many people are wearing face masks, how many people are um, observing social distance and protocols. Go to our rural settlements. Oh God, that's even worse. See how many people are you know, observing. You won't believe that one day I was wearing a nose mask. Okay. And <laughs> I just passed, I passed by Ikoi. Well, not defined Ikoi. Okay. Like What's the most place? I can't remember. Obalende. Okay, no, yeah. Ob- it's not Obalende, actually. The place that now leads to Marina... Uh, Papa, I can't remember. I can't remember okay. now. But it looks like it's sh- it looks like equally that was fine. Before, Upscale, yeah. But now we have now okay. yeah. watered down. We understand. <laughs> watered down. <laughs> <laughs> and I was passing by. I was in an Uber, obviously. Tush girl, she baddest. My mates are driving. No, you people. No Allah. <laughs> <laughs> and people outside were calling me corona because oh I had a nose Can you imagine? On. I was so imagine? upset. <laughs> I was like, what is going on in this country? Like, mm, mm. So I... Uh, I, I get that. Sir. Yeah, it really behoves on us as a people, really. Because when we think about it again, when we see the lessons learned, how prepared are we? It's not just governments. It's not just the care providers. Of it's course. not just the... It's everybody. Mm. What lessons did we learn from Ebola? What lessons have we all learned from COVID? And if we've learned anything at all, that's in code. If we've learned anything at all, are we putting those lessons into use in preventing further progression of the COVID-19 pandemic? So now... My, my my next question would be, for one, because I work in a health tech organization. Kudos to you. Congrats. <laughs> chop knuckle, chop knuckle. Yes, yes, yes. We're, we're together. I need it. I need it. Of course. <laughs> I'd like to say that. What I know, I've seen how big, hmm. you know, technology has helped. Yes, yes. So yes. What, what things should we further adopt? Now, hmm. not, not just in hospitals or at like a public health level mm. to, let's say, beef up our surveillance. Because I feel like if at some certain critical points, mm. proper checks, like I don't know if you've heard the story of, um, what's the name of this? I can't remember the country right now, but it's an Asian country. Mm. This guy's literally held down. I think it's Taiwan. Okay. They held down COVID for like a period of time. But I mean, again, mm. they'll be... They'll mm. be yeah, yeah. They'll you, be, you're correct about Taiwan. Yeah. Yes, they'll be problems in the system mm. we, we see israel you know they were leading the vaccine, vaccine efforts do you yeah. understand yeah. so in nigeria how can we i'm sorry but <laughs> looking at the ncd portal annoys me <laughs> because i'm just like 
And we are proud to say this in public. You know, it, it, it will have been convenient if we could look at Nigeria as as as, as if we're not in this world. Honestly, <laughs> if we don't have to compare ourselves with other people, we'll, we'll probably be fine. Now, like, okay, we're doing great, or we're looking fine. Our God is on our side. <laughs> but when we actually now have to compare ourselves, oh, I, I see that as a shade. You didn't have to put that aside. You didn't have to put that aside. <laughs> but we look at ourselves with other countries of the world, and then I mean, truth comes to com- comes to the core, and then it hits up the, at the bone. Right. Um, we've not been doing great. But yes, technology has a very, very... In fact, technology... I mean, it, a lot of times I think about it like at the national award ceremony in December or whenever it's going to be held. I mean, tech people should be the ones getting the GCFR or GCON. And we should be... We are the heroes now. Honestly, We're the heroes, especially legit. especially those of us in healthcare. I mean, I would I would clap right now for Helium Health. I would clap Woo! for every person in eh. health tech at this point in time because yeah. we have really... We, we probably were not we, we probably were not known before COVID happened, but then with COVID we all stepped up. I mean, we've been the we've been the heroes, the one wearing the cape, um, using technology to bolster our healthcare um, systems, yeah. ensuring that COVID nineteen doesn't um, just just take us. The, I mean, for for slaughter as we were pre- presenting ourselves. Gosh, and yeah, technology still has a great deal of role to play. Number one, technology helping us to. Um, predict the virus. Uh, secondly, helping us to be able to detect the virus very early, um, detect um, its patterns of spread, um, detect how how uh, easily it gets transmitted, mm-hmm. and thirdly, helping us to respond um, effectively to the virus so we can mitigate um, whatever dangers or whatever morbidity or mortality would happen from it. Um, there's there is a there is this application um, called um, Track Together, I think, in Singapore being utilized, mm-hmm. where um, if you are positive from the COVID-19, um, you have a test result that is positive. Yeah. You're, there's the mobile app, I mean, gets the results and puts on your Bluetooth and any other devices that are con- that are surrounding you or that are around you, your own phone would alert those other phones through via Bluetooth that, oh, the carrier is positive and helps them to like, oh, please, one meter away. Still one meter <laughs> away, that kind of a thing. Right? That's one area where... Beautiful. Yes, where technology, digital technology is helping to kind of predict um, the spread of the virus. I mean, from the from you coming into the country, we can use technology to do contract, con- contact tracing. So we know, okay... Okay, this person okay left the airport and went to this particular area. So we can so we can we can be able to now put that data to use and predict for certainty that oh this particular virus okay if it were to spread at all within this particular it period would be in time within this location it, exactly. So that's what technology is going to help us to do to predict exactly what the virus. So the virus is no more a ghost. <laughs> it's no more a ghost that oh it's coming. No, we don't know where it's coming from. Or maybe from the window. Maybe from the door. Maybe from. I mean, you can actually predict where it's going to come from and how it's going to move or who it's going to affect, whether the adult, whether the young, whether the old, who's going to come down with the most mortality. Yeah. That's what technology will help us to be able to do. And you're able to also detect it easily, detect it quickly amidst the populace. You're able to also respond efficiently to as well. And apart from that, too, let's not also forget that technology would, um, in a great love way, help us to mitigate the social and economic effects of COVID itself. Hmm, right interesting now, to know how. Yes, how. yes. Thank you. I mean, we have the almighty internet <laughs> that has made it possible for us to still have the social interactions that we used to have before COVID happened. Um, if I wanted to probably um, um, see Loretta sometime, I'll have to probably get an Uber or find one or Kada and then 
being the rock, be on um, be be on the Okada, being the sun for only God knows how many hours before we can just say hello, Loretta, how you doing? But we have the internet, right? And we could work from home, so we could be on Zoom and we could do all of that, or we could True. we could have an on, on Microsoft Teams or be on Webby or be on any other um virtual platform and still have the same social interactions that we used to have. That's what technology is doing. Um, we could as well use the same technology to boost how we trade. So we don't have to um, say, I want I want to go to the bank. Oh, let me just go and stand there and queue and then contact someone who, are, who mm-hmm, was positive already and mm-hmm. then get the virus as well. We have technology helping us to um, do our financial transactions easily from the comfort of our homes. I need to see a doctor. I don't Should have, to, I don't have to go to the hospital. I don't have to go to the outpatient department. I can be at home, use the telehealth platform like yeah, like my doctor or uh, medics to you or, or, or even just call my, um, use the Helium the Helium Health mobile uh, application, and then still be able to see my doctor. That's one way technology is helping to mitigate Honestly. the social and economic effects that um, COVID is causing to all of us. We could have education being done right there in the comfort of our rooms. We could, I could have um, learning done there without having to, say, I mean, go to school or any other thing like that. So many places where technology has been mitigating and will continue to so mitigate. If even, I mean, think about this. You know, there's this um, aspect with um, robotic robotic um, 3D printing where um, 3D printing was able to help print mechanical valves for, for ventilators. Interesting. I mean, when COVID started, we had just about, if I remember that, that, that value very, we had just about 350 ventilators in the country. Mm-hmm. And then we are now in COVID season where everybody's looking for ventilators here and there, here and there, here and there, here and there. How do we get, uh, how, how do we now bridge the gap between the, the buyer and the seller? Technology. Technology makes it possible for you to know, oh, Loretta has about 20 ventilators in the house that she's not using. She's just holding them. Okay, let me contact her, give her more money, and then bring it to me. Do you get? So, <laughs> we, like, everything is just falling into yes, place. Yes. But with everything yes. you've said, right, I think this is time for us to take each of the steps one after the other mm, and then build. Mm, yeah. Because if we want to prevent future outbreaks, mm. I don't even think we have a plan or a system for mitigating spread. Well, like on how, paper we say we do <laughs> so that's the thing nothing on paper nothing on paper mm, works mm, and mm. recently i've been so obsessed with data mm, and mm. i now it's a good obsession <laughs> it's a good one believe me i've been so obsessed mm. that i used well i mean work is work is always there but my spare time instead of me passing i know <laughs> i know people will argue because they think i'm always enjoying my life but mm, see sometimes but you are we know we well know, we no know. no 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 not really there's some days i'm i'm trying to get work done yes, like yes. personally okay. so i started something with surveillance systems mm, mm. so as you said you mentioned something around having for example, people flying in from another country. Yeah. How how do we even track that? I feel like everybody coming in or leaving Nigeria, we should have them in of one course. place. Of course. No, ev- electronically. Yes. And then, I'm happy, I don't know if you know this, but Helium actually did something called the Helium Passport. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Yes. Wow, I love yes. this. I love this. So, it kind of, yes. it keeps tabs on everybody coming into Nigeria and leaving. You know? Wow. Imagine if we didn't that, that, have that, that, you, Sorry to question. That sounds like something, I, oh, wow. <laughs> Last time I read something like that was this, something like um, that was also developed in Denmark, where uh, something like a um, COVID passport also, I think that was done, but wow, Helium, Nigeria. Oh, oh yes. So, yes. Yeah, kudos, kudos, to, kudos to Goki and the guys. <laughs> exactly. Wow. So, um, you know, when you go on the site, you register. I mean, nobody in Nigeria 
or in Lagos. Yeah, because when we were even traveling, we had to use the portal mm. to register and all. Because it also helps you like pay for your COVID test oh, that you're wow. getting done in the country. Wow. So, very easy, very easy wow. to use and beautiful. So I'm just saying that we need more systems like that yes, at yeah. different points. Mm. So even everything has to go on take, to be honest, in healthcare. Or, and because healthcare is complex and we mm. deal with a lot mm. of partners, we need to look for a way to spread, mm. spread our mm. wings. Mm. For example, in supermarkets, see how they, they've automated their everything Stalls, yeah. on, on a system. Mm. They know what's in their inventory. Mm. Healthcare, some people still want to do paper and buy <laughs> things cannot work oh, like that. And oh. we don't even have standardized procedures. Mm. I feel like they are, but at every level, some people will shall want to cut we corners. We find it easy for us to bend bend the rules or find it easy for us not to do, I mean, what exactly. will probably even be, bring ease to everyone. Exactly. So we, we really need to start to dig and look into data, mm. build mm. systems, yeah. optimize technology. And, you know, I, I feel like in future, because it's it's a very optimistic thing to say mm. oh we've dealt with with covid <laughs> never again in the, uh, in the uh, are we are we going to ever yeah, express yeah. it's not possible epidemics mm. endemics pandemics yeah you, you you heard that conspiracy about in the the nineteen um nineteen 1919s, 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 um 1819s. You had a conspiracy. Uh, Pandemics will always come. It will it's it's it um it now behoves on us as human beings as stakeholders in the healthcare sector exactly. on how we must prepare. We must prepare. We have no other Thank alternative. You. It's Thank either you. we prepare or we just um just pack it up. I mean, Very it's, true. it's 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 important to the survival of our of our kind. We have to just prepare. And when we see technology as that thing that brings ease to just about everything, mm-hmm. that thing that brings ease to just about everything, that's what technology is. If we're able to use technology, technology becomes like the sidekick. Um, yeah. That helps us to get the job done faster. Even though you're the, you're, you're the superhero, you could um you could weather the storm. You could probably just um get some multivitamins or probably just use some antibiotics. But when you put technology to it, um helping you use data, everything becomes easier. Everything becomes faster. And if, exactly, yeah. I was about to say, I was about to say accelerated. <laughs> yeah. You know, with technology things are just boom, quick, boom, yes, boom, yes, boom, yes. boom. Yes. So again, today has been insightful. Thank you so much for joining us. Doctor, I feel <laughs> me. Eh, the, the, the pleasure me. is mine, Loretta. I, I've, I've, it's been a wonderful time. So now let's segment. go to where you hit that soup. That I soup. must cut it. Today's the day we cut the soup. Oh, the, that soup that now. Okay. <laughs> that, that one that you are going to give me at the end of this segment. Should we should talk about it on air? No, it's your own soup. What to cut? Loretta, I know where I know where you hide it too. Please, I need I to come. I need to come back for Doctor David. I will catch you guys in the next episode. <laughs> Thank you, Loretta. Thank you so thanks, William Hill. This is this is you know this this is mothership for me now, Abby. Yeah, thanks for having me home again. Soap, please, soap. <laughs>